Okay, we're recording now. Okay. All righty. Whenever you're ready, Macy. Wait, so oh, I just realized, are you gonna, are you gonna say my, that line, like happy spooky season y'all? And then like, oh, you wanna okay. say that in the previous and then I'll start off. <laughs> Sorry, we, we haven't rehearsed this one yet. No, it's okay. I like this. I like this. this is okay. cool. yeah, yeah, no, I like, I like improvising. So like, we're gonna get along well, guys. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you want me to do the first one? Do you wanna, are you down for that? And then that second sentence as well that you have for you and then I could do this and then also the introductions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that works. Okay. okay, perfect. Okay. All right, we're recording. So whenever you're ready. Let's do a countdown. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. So in five, four, three, two, one. Happy spooky season, y'all. And thank you for tuning in for another episode of Activity Time. I'm Emilio. And I'm Macy. And, and we're, we're the, the SLE marketing, marketing team. In the previous episode, we talked with David and George from day one and how they are helping the community of artists around the world. Today, we thought it was only fair to bring in another amazing organization. Please welcome RJ and Ryan representing MSNS, the Organization of Male Student Nurses Society at USF. Woo! Thank you, thank you for having us. Welcome. <laughs> So who wants uh, to go first, Ryan? Oh <laughs> uh, yes, hi. Yeah, my name is Ryan Lim. Uh, I go by he, him, his. I'm a nurse. I'm in nursing uh, from Daly City, California, and my passions and hobbies, um, of course, other than nursing, you know, I'm really into sports. My favorite sport is track and field. I also love playing ping pong and spike ball with my friends. Sadly, I can't do that right now, but you know. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And then RJ, how about you? And and where are you calling in from today? We see that you're in your car. <laughs> hey everyone, uh, my name is RJ Santos, pronouns he, him, his. Uh, I'm a senior nursing student and the current president of MSNS. Uh, I'm calling in today from the Mills Peninsula parking lot because I just got done uh, finishing a volunteer shift in the transportation department. So uh, forgive me if my uh, video looks a little odd. Um, and aside from nursing, of course, uh, my passions are biking. I recently got into biking with my with my friends. In fact, I didn't know how to ride a bike until about mm, three months ago. So it's a, it's a new skill for me. Uh, I also enjoy uh, just playing video games and uh, hiking, uh, watching anime, you know, I'm a big anime guy, um, and just uh, exploring the city with my friends uh, when we're allowed to do that. <laughs> well, that's so great to hear um, that you guys, you know, are finding ways, you know, to stay involved with everyone else. Um, so I kind of want to get to know you guys a little bit more and about MSNS. Um, so you guys... Could you guys tell us real quick, um, what is MSNS all about and the role it plays in the USF community and for students? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, Ryan, do you, mind, do you mind if I uh, lead off on this one? Oh yeah, give your little spiel about it, nice. for sure, for sure. Okay, 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 okay. listen. <laughs> I, I give one little motivational spiel and just my whole e-board just makes fun of me for the entire year. I can never- No, bro, they're great. That. They're great, they're great, you know? <laughs> Um, but uh, MSNS, uh, it definitely started off as an educational organization meant entirely for male student nurses to, to talk about um, the issues that uh, they faced uh, being a minority in, a, in the healthcare profession. But since then, we've kind of expanded our interests. We've expanded the organization to uh, kind of serve as this all-inclusive social club where members can go uh, to form and find a better sense of community within the nursing program, right? So we don't just offer 
uh, academic or educational events anymore. We offer social events, we offer community service, fundraising, uh, a whole lot of mediums and avenues for our members to get involved. Uh, and also to be able to tie uh, their specific passions and interests into the nursing community here at USF. Yeah, and just going off of that, it's just, um, I think, um, although we want to emphasize academic and professional growth, I think part of our main focus is uh, personal growth. Because, you know, of course, we're in nursing school. It's a very tough time. We're all here to try to learn as much as possible to honestly survive nursing school and become a registered nurse. But we also want to focus our time here at nursing school when we're going through the motions, we might have potentials for burnout. So this is really just a community where all of us are here just to help one another. Nice. Now, I have a question since now that you're both upperclassmen and I'm curious to know a little bit more like what inspired you to become nurses? Like how did the journey begin? Um, tell us a little bit more like what made you also want to get involved in MSNS? RJ, you go first. Okay, no, no, sure. Okay, I'll go for it. I'll go for it. Okay. So I guess like for me initially, um, like my the reason why I chose nursing is a combination of factors. I think like uh, I'm gonna be honest, like when it came to senior year, like college application time, I had not thought of college at all throughout high school. But I think um through suggestions from my mother. She was like, Ryan, do you want to be a doctor, a pharmacist, or a nurse? And I was like, I think oh, nursing sounds cool. And plus, like, I knew that I wanted to get into the medical field. I love science. I love physiology. And I knew that I had a passion for helping people. So it felt like a right fit. And also, you know, I've had my time in the hospital because I had a heart condition when I was younger, like as a kid. I think realizing that all realizing all the support and therapeutic communication that the nurses gave to me and that and realizing how much that helped me through that difficult time I felt like why can't I do that I I, I have that passion to help people I have that passion for science so I felt like this is the route that I want to take and I'm you know my three years in into nursing school I truly think I made the right choice Mr. How about Kenton? you, RJ? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, hmm. I guess I should start off by saying that um, in my immediate family, I'm like the first one to go into nursing uh, because my family just kind of works like office jobs for like United or Marriott or, or something like that. And like, I knew, I knew I didn't want to spend the rest of my life in an office, but I didn't really know what else to do. Um, and I'll also admit that when I was coming out of high school, I didn't really think about college at all. In fact, I literally only said nursing just to be able to like get my parents off my back <laughs> for college applications, which is kind of, which sounds a little sus, right? But um, so that was when I chose nursing, right? But nursing didn't really choose me until this past summer. And I understand that's kind of a long time for that to happen, but that was because I volunteered in the Philippines this past summer, obviously before COVID, right? Um, and I volunteered in a maternity and general hospital in the Philippines in my mom's old neighborhood for a month. And during this time, I was the only male identifying worker there. So everyone else was kind of looking at me with suspicion because I was the only guy in a, on a maternity floor. So it was kind of a no-go. Number two, there was a language barrier because I can understand Tagalog, which is, the, which is the language spoken over there, but I can't speak it. So 
there was there were a whole lot of communication issues between myself and my coworkers or myself and the patients, and I had to work around that too. Uh, and it really kind of put into perspective of just uh, kind of the social barriers that uh, different social economic classes and like different cultures have like with one another and how important it is to kind of circumvent that if we want to make healthcare available to everyone. Right. But throughout that month, like I began to help like so many people and I began to hear so many stories of, um, of the people living in the Philippines. And I thought that, well, if these are the type of people that I'm going to be able to help when I get back stateside and I finish my BSN, then I think I'm in the right place. And I think, what is it? Three, four years uh, three, four years in, like, I've, I really do feel like I made the right choice because I'm able to go to work and just genuinely help people every day for the rest of my life. And I don't, I can't really think of anything better. Right. Wow. That is so nice to hear, um, that both of you kind of like followed your passion and, you know, really highlighting that there's no true timeline, you know, it just happens at random times for everyone. Um, so I'm glad to see that you guys, you know, um, got to experience that. And I think that kind of touches on to our next question about how has MSNS impacted your life? And if you could um, quickly um, tell us what MSNS stands for. Like the club itself, like uh, MSNS stands for like the male student nursing society. And in terms of like how it has touched me personally, I think it's just provided me with a community to go through when I'm going through the struggles and I need to vent about nursing school because I didn't have that at all coming in as a freshman because I think I was one of the few people from my high school to go to USF and go specifically for nursing. I really didn't have anyone and I think it was through the I don't know what it was called. I don't know if it was like specifically for like nursing but there was like a panel which RJ was actually on and I think I think you were on the panel I believe. Or I know like our former presidents were on it as well, but like I remember um, right after the panel, I went to the CAF and it was uh, Shane Yoshiyama, our former president, and with RJ, he would, they were in the sandwich line and I was right behind them. I was super, super scared to talk with them at all, but I just decided like, you know, oh my God, they're like upperclassmen, I need help. So I just like reached out, talked to them and they were just so open. Like they had no idea who it was. I was a stranger. Like I, all I said was, Hey, you know, my name is Ryan. I'm a freshman one nursing student. And they just opened up. They were just willing to give me so much advice and introduce me to this community of MSNS. And I'm forever grateful for it because I've met so many friends that, you know, lifelong friends. And I've honestly, I, I'm, I, I need to vote because I've lost my words for what I'm just saying. Cause like, you know, I'm just so grateful to RJ and everybody at MSNS for what they've done for me. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know if Artie remembers that story or like, I don't think I've ever told him about that specifically, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, this is like the surprise, like <laughs> live reaction because yeah. I, because to me, like, like that day, like that just kind of felt like another day, like, like, like that was just, uh, you know, just like me trying to get through the day. And like, I genuinely had no idea that, you know, Shane and I were able to make a positive impact uh, on you. Right. And like that, like we were able to kind of set the foundations for what you would receive in MSNS. And it really warms my heart to know that, you know, the work that I'm doing and that like the legacy I'm leaving behind, it's it's something that's going to be remembered long after I'm gone. So 
thank you dude you're getting me like all like like flustered and stuff like, uh, like i'm, I'm this far away from the camera so you, can't, like, so you can't see me blushing um uh sorry i'm, I'm a bit of a clown but anyway um i can talk about um how i got into msns because like 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 much like ryan like i was one of the only students uh who from my high school who wanted to get into nursing in fact i'm 100 sure that i was the only one and while i do have like two cousins who were in the nursing program um they couldn't be around forever uh and you know like i i definitely had uh, a hard time adjusting to college because it was the first time i was like really away from home uh and msns uh they they came and took me under under my wing or they came and took me under their wing words are kind of hard uh <laughs> and like guys like uh the former former president uh oh no i think rj we, we lost you there oh yeah i was I, I was waiting for like a big thing to happen yes we left us here oh, no, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh geez it was just right there at the good part. <laughs> no, I'm a Kevin Ragazza. RJ, your major. RJ, we, we lost you there. Oh, no, no, but you're no, back I'm, now. I'm okay. Like ramp up. <laughs> <laughs> we were just waiting. We were saying, like, oh, gosh, with you being in your car and stuff, we're like, like is this going to happen or not? But it's all good. Um, so <laughs> I'm trying to re retrace back to what you had shared. Um, you were about to say who the second, like the the past past president was. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so um, former pre so like former former presidents, like uh, I'll just name drop like three guys, uh, like McKevin Ragasa, uh, Shane too. He was a part of it, and uh, Matthew Domingo, uh, like guys like that who have come and gone. Like they really helped to kind of center me, and mentor me, and kind of shape me into the person that I am today. Because uh, at that point in time, guys, like. Uh, you know, I wasn't 100% sure if I wanted to do nursing or not. I was, wasn't even 100% sure about like my current self-identity. And that was something I really struggled with too. Uh, because nursing isn't a, well, college isn't about just doing well in your major. It's about finding yourself. And I was kind of doing bad at both of those things. Uh, and those guys really helped to mentor me and help me uh, ground myself at a time where nothing was really stable for me. Uh, and because of that, uh, I wanted to kind of pass that on to the next generation. Well, the current generation, like being myself and my fellow seniors, but also the underclassmen. So Ryan, uh, like our vice president and everyone else under me. Mm -hmm. did, yeah. did we get that? Is that good? Okay. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> no. Yeah. But I also, I also wanted to add like the, or emphasize the community aspect that I was drawn to because I know there are a lot of nursing students that actually go through nursing school alone. Like, I don't know if it's through like intentionally or unintentionally, but they feel like, you know, um, maybe in some sense, there is some competitive nature to nursing uh, amongst each other. But I felt like I just needed a community that could truly help me and feel a place where I can feel like I belong because nursing school is hard. I'm sure anybody can do it alone. But I think you're going to thrive if you're in a community with other people that are going to be pushing you to the best of your abilities. And I think MSNS is a perfect place for all nursing students to go to to get that. Mm -hmm. No, thank you for sharing that, Ryan. And um, that also kind of leads me to like the next question, like how have you all been able to continue to build your community and keep everyone engaged during this pandemic? Um, something I've heard of, I would love to learn a little bit more about this podcast you all have going, um, or are there like any projects or upcoming events for us to look out for? Yeah, Ryan, what, uh, what about your podcast? 
what about um, that? I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I think um, in March, like right when the first shelter in place order hit, like that was when I I was an intern uh, at the time, but I uh, came, I like brought it up with the, you know, past um, alumni chair, like, hey, you know, I feel like we shouldn't put MSNS, like the whole organization on pause just because of COVID. I feel like there's still a lot of people that need help or just want like consistent content and something to go off of for like the remaining months until summer. And, you know, I decided like, hey, we should do this podcast, you know, so that we can post it on YouTube, post it on Facebook or wherever so that, you know, these people can get the information now as well. It's always going to be there. It's like a treasure trove of information. And what I do on the podcast is I bring on guests, like whether they're nursing students or alumni who have graduated and now they're like ER nurses, peds nurses, pediatric nurses, um, labor and delivery, travel nurses, all that. And I wanted to um, give them a opportunity to share their story and share like how, how they navigated through nursing school and applied for jobs, got the job and what they do now. Because I think even though, you know, nursing school is rigorous and they teach us a lot of stuff, sometimes they don't show us enough of like the opportunities that are out there once we graduate and like all the perspectives that are out there because we you know I think there's always going to be stereotypes rumors about like what oh you need to do this you need to do this to get a job outside nursing and we're all just panicking there's always this culture of like resume building doing as many internships as possible all that which is always scary so I felt like in order to I guess reassure myself and to reassure like our members that like hey you know there's more than one road to nursing so all these people that come on that I interview, they share their story. Sometimes they're the ones that did all the internships or sometimes they didn't do anything. They were just, you know, focusing on nursing school, doing well in nursing school and they still got their dream job. So I wanted to kind of give that hope to all the members that like, hey, you know, no matter what you're doing right now, whether it's nursing related or not, like you're going to get to your dream job eventually. We're not, you know, it's not always the same timeline, but we're all going to get there eventually. We're working hard. That's so good to hear. It's like building a sense of community and then like also bringing these resources for them to take advantage of and really helping them excel. So that's really good to hear. Um, and I kind of wanted to touch a little bit on like, I think we touched about it like before, but like what is the stigma behind like male nurses in your opinion? Yeah, and like how gender does play a, a pivotal role um, in the nursing community or just curious, yeah, especially like right now, since I'm sure there's like a high demand of male nurses right now during this pandemic. Don't mean to Got put it. you guys on the spot. No, no, yeah, it's more just... time to think about that. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> totally. No, 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 no. But, but like, that is the, that is the million dollar question, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I will share uh, with you guys this. Um, I actually kind of like did some research before this podcast and I came across an article saying like, why is nursing a great choice for men? And they had like five different points. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, I'll just share it with you all real quickly. So the first one was career stability. The demand for registered nurses is predicted to exceed 3.19 million by 2024. The second is stable pay. Minority nurse notes that unemployed men who move into female dominated careers, such as nursing, tend to see a 3.8% rise in their pay. The third point was career flexibility. Nursing is a unique field that allows for part-time, full-time, variable, per diem, or combination shifts. And because many male nurses enter the field mid-career, flexibility may be even more prized. 
Um, the fourth one is travel opportunities. Male nurses who are interested in travel can enter the field of travel nursing to try their hand at learning new skills and traveling to new places. And the last one was scholarships for male nurses. There are a variety of scholarships available to prospective male nurses, such as those offered through the American Association of Male Nurses. So no, that was kind of a lot, but was just kind of curious if, if that is a lot like what you had heard and what inspired you to want to become a nurse or some things just would love to hear your a little bit more. Honestly, like all the stuff that you say is obviously news to me. Like, I don't know, those weren't like, yeah, I don't know. I never like when I was back in high school, when I was applying for nursing schools, I never thought of that. Like, oh, you know, because I'm a male in a female dominated profession, I'm going to get more chances or like, I'm going to stand out more. I never really thought about it. I, I just thought like, oh, nursing is a really nice career. It's a really nice outlet for helping people. And I really wanted to do it. And just going back, like the reason why, like I think RJ and I like, or specifically for me, why I pause when you ask like about the stigma surrounding nursing. I know it's a thing, but for me personally, I just haven't experienced it myself yet. Mm -hmm. Like I've, I've definitely had people who have laughed at me when I said, hey, I'm a nursing major, like back in high school. But like currently right now, I don't, I don't think I've kind of ex had enough experience or put myself out there enough to maybe see the stigma for myself. I don't know if that's the same for RJ though. I mean, what I like, like, like what I will say is like, it might have something to do with like, uh, like certain cultural values. Cause I know like, um, you know, there is sort of like this leftover stigma that like nursing is too soft or like too like empathetic for men to be in that men should be in like more quote unquote dominant positions. Like, uh, you know, like whatever you decide a dominant position is, but, uh, I feel that, uh, like Ryan, like I haven't really experienced the bias of gender in the in the workplace just yet I mean other than when I was volunteering in the Philippines on a maternity unit where the majority of mothers did not want me present at their births because uh one I couldn't speak the language and two uh I was a guy uh but I feel like I feel like it's a great thing that more and more uh male nurses are starting to get into the profession um because uh they like because their presence is growing that kind of removes some of the minority aspect of it where whereas that like say if ryan and i were to, were to enter the workplace i'd say 10 years ago we would be really considered the minority but now but uh, these days more and more male nurses are coming so we're no longer considered like a super duper minority like our numbers are growing and growing yeah and also like i think our goal right now with MSNS, even though I, you know, we're technically the male student nurse society is to like, just be as diverse as possible. And that includes like, include like, like um, accepting women into our club as well. There's a ton of, there's like, I think four or five women on our e-board right now as well. And I think we're just trying to emphasize that diversity in nursing, not just like, Oh, you know, we want male, like we want male rights and all that. It's not about like equal. It's more about <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to do, like put it into words right now, but yeah, it's like no, more I, about diversity. I get what you guys mean, and 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 that's a really good point, especially with how times are changing. And I think too, we've all been very fortunate with being up in San Francisco, and you're getting that exposure to people of all different backgrounds, and where we really don't view gender as an issue compared to like other regions. I think yeah, demographics does play a pivotal role, kind of like what RJ was saying when you were back in the Philippines and and all. So. Um, yeah, interesting points, guys. Yeah, I want to add on to that. I'm so glad that we like 
got to like ask this question because we really get to see like your perspective because you're in that field so it's really nice to hear that you all are experiencing something um that is like not related with stigma you know like there's a bit of like you guys putting in the work to eliminate that um and that is really something to admire um and i think that kind of leads on to our next question and, and it's how can uh, we all support those that are interested in joining this field now and in the future Sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. You're like, sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> sorry. Do you need us to repeat the question? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great question. It's just like you know, it's hard. It's a hard it's question okay. to answer. <laughs> um, so basically, how can we, like, just anyone in general, support those that are interested in joining, you know, the nursing field now and in the future? Hmm. I. I don't know. I think one thing that we can continue doing to support those who are interested in joining is just like consistent exposure of nursing students and nurses of all colors, genders, everything, so that no one is discouraged from at least trying. Because I think that is a big thing. Because I know a couple of people back in high school where some of them were like really iffy about the idea of nursing because like oh like there's you know that's just like a ton of girls like I don't know if I would ever fit in but I feel like if you know us as MSNS and other nursing schools across the nation are kind of consistently exposing like hey you know I'm a guy and I'm in nursing like maybe that will help us I don't know how many but like at least a select few in high school or middle school and like to see nursing more as an option rather than just something that's just like discouraged right off the bat. I like that. Response. Yeah, and, the, and I guess like like my two cents to add. Oh, oh my bad. Oh my bad. Oh, we're right. Did you want to continue talking, or I, I didn't mean to cut you off? No, you can. Oh, okay. My <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad. My oh, bad. My oh, bad. Uh, I was like like my two cents would be um, to really emphasize that um, that if you really love to be of service, you love to help people, and you and you love to meet new people every single day and you love interacting with people from all walks of life and all different backgrounds, then nursing is really for you. And um, because it's it's one of the professions where you feel like you're really making a difference in people's lives every time you put on your uniform and you come in the door. Uh, and there's so much more to it than just chasing a bag because you're like, yeah, like that's definitely incentive to join. But like the real worth of it, in my opinion, is just the people that you meet and just going home at the end of every day knowing that you made a difference in your patients lives and you made a difference in their family members lives and you made a difference in your team's lives like like just because of what you brought to the table in terms of care in terms of knowledge and in terms of personality and it's all about just cultivating that community um and making sure that hey like it doesn't it doesn't matter if you are male identifying female identifying or if you're not binary or anything like that where as long as you have the decent, like, you know, common human decency, you have a really good sense of empathy and you're really dedicated into getting to know people and helping them out, then nursing's for you. I say that with like 100% sincerity. Yeah, and that's also why I wanted to like, that's also, I guess, a goal of the MSS podcast and also why I've been trying to advocate for more 
uh, whether it's nursing students or nurses to go into these high school. Sorry, there's an ice cream truck outside. If you can hear that, but yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Something, dude. It's so hot. <laughs> I got it is hot. Yeah, no, but yeah, like I don't we're, know. We're like in, literally, it's mid October now. Like, why is this heat still here? I, I don't understand. <laughs> I have no idea, but to be honest. Oh. My bad, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, you know. <laughs> uh, stop it, bro. <laughs> okay, no, but yeah, like, <laughs> no, yeah, but like, I don't know how realistic it is with COVID right now, but about like getting nursing students and nurses to be like guest speakers at middle schools or high schools. But I just want there to be more consistent exposure with through the podcast and all that, because I think most of the time when you're researching about being a nurse, you're just going through articles online or just like discussion boards, but you reading words on a screen will never capture the full picture and perspective of what it's like to be a nurse. So I think, you know, through the words that RJ just said about his perspective, like we need more in-person or, you know, just like videos, things of that nature to help people recognize what nursing truly is. It's not just, you know, um, doing IVs, changing diapers or doing medications, charting, or just like getting that, you know, money. It's, you know, there's so much more, you know, therapeutic communication, patient advocacy. There's so much more to nursing that you cannot just read about, you know, it has to be experienced. It has to be talked about. And that's the goal that we're all trying to preach. Well said both of you. And, and back to relation to COVID, um, one of the main reasons why too, like Macy and I wanted to have you both on this week was just to learn a little bit more about the nursing major right now, because that's like one of the like few fields right now that are back in person when it comes to like clinicals and something we're curious to know a little bit more on is just like, how are you both um, staying safe during these times? Like, cause especially with um, clinicals being back in person, like what, what does that look like for both of you? I mean, um, for, for me personally, I'm actually not in person for clinical. Like I'm still at a, you know, Zoom University uh, mm-hmm. for clinical um, because for the, for the senior one semester specifically, only two groups uh, were able to go. One of them was, uh, I think, somewhere in Stanford and the other one was maybe a Kaiser program. But yeah, either way, I wasn't, I wasn't part of those lucky two that were able to go. Um, so in that regard, uh, because that semester is for L&D and for, and for pediatrics, I can understand like they're a little bit more of a vulnerable patient population. And because of that, they didn't want to be accepting students, which, you know, I, I, again, like I totally understand. Uh, I will say that uh, I do work in the skills lab, which is in fact in person. Uh, and there's just a lot of protocol and a lot of safety that has to be kept in mind every time we walk in because so many nursing students are anxious to get back into the lab and practice their skills because we haven't been able to do anything like that since March. Uh, and since many, and since some of us will be going to uh, more acute patient care settings for either junior or two, like what Ryan's going to be doing in about three months or so, uh, and for me going to Capstone, uh, it's like imperative. It's like it's really, really imperative that we're able to to practice those skills uh, and retain that knowledge as much as we can before we get back there. But also uh, keeping ourselves safe with masks, like wiping everything down every time we come into the lab, uh, constant hand washing. Um, and just adhering the protocol really yeah and yeah and as for my experience like house clinicals um yeah like i've been fortunate enough to actually be in person like i'm really really grateful for it where uh i i just finished last tuesday but i was at a crisis residential facility like i'm on my like psych and mental health like 
part of nursing school right now where I've been in San Leandro at a crisis residential facility. I've been able to, you know, interact with clients and the nursing staff and mental health workers. And, and it's been great. I know how lucky I am because I know not everyone gets that opportunity and for sure it's helped because aside from doing in-person clinicals, we had these virtual simulations and, you know, they're great and all, but like, you know, we're essentially pressing a lot of buttons and I don't think it really encapsulates what nursing is, the full aspects of patient care. So I think, you know, it is really important that we get that in-person time. You know, there's always going to be a risk. Like even, you know, I, I said this before, like as much as we hope that COVID ends next year sometime with the vaccine or whatever i feel like covid is still going to be a part of our lives for like years to come so all of us nursing students got to be prepared so you might as well get that experience and be prepared now versus just getting thrown into it as a new grad that is really um interesting to see like you know the contrast between both of um your experiences and i promise this is the last question we're gonna ask um but what are some like advice <laughs> or insights that you would like to offer for all of us you know to stay healthy like how are you all you know keeping peace of mind especially with like everything you know being remote classes and stuff i don't know i'm still i'm gonna be honest i'm still trying to figure that out myself because i've been struggling an immense amount oh i feel especially yeah. with getting that news you know with classes being online again next semester that the thought that we have to be doing this for a whole nother year is it's yeah. it's definitely been challenging trying to accept reality right now it, yeah I, yeah yeah like i i like the idea of like you know advocating or like helping reassuring the lower class like you know guys we need to stay strong we need to you know power through this you know we're nursing students we got to be adaptable to change and all that but i'm gonna be honest like this is hard i think it's important to be vulnerable to everyone saying that if you're going through a tough time make sure you acknowledge that you're going through a tough time and i know right now i'm in a huge slump because of just this whole covid thing and but what i can say is you know um try to continue finding that support system because i know because i think it would it's easy when you're in person because you're gonna like come across your friends on campus and you get to talk and, you know, do all that. But it takes so much more effort since we're all in different places, whether you contact them through Zoom or FaceTime or text, whatever. I think just make sure that you're putting in that effort to seek out your friends continu continuously. Because even though you might've been okay for the first couple of months, like isolated, like it's going to get to us and we're going to be in this for months to come. So, you know, make sure you appreciate your friends and let them know how much you love them, honestly. Exactly, man. You know, give them, give them their flowers while they're still here. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, my two cents is, uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna be straight. Right. Okay. I was already kind of a homebody. So like, this is like right up my wheelhouse. Like you can sit me in front of a PS4 all day. Oh, I got, I got this. Like I really, I really got this. But, um, uh, what's really helped me is um, just spending more time with my family, honestly, because uh, I live with I currently live with my mom and stepdad and I share a room with my brother. Uh, you know, I call him my roommate um, <laughs> and having that like other having that like other uh, human contact with um, with, you know, like my family members, my cousins. Uh, uh, that's really done wonders for me and my mental health, really, because 
because you, you know like I'm a I'm a very like social person and like I thrive off of like seeing other people and when I'm deprived of that like it really hurts and it's tough um so really just like spending time around family members has has helped has done me a lot of good uh also like going bike going like bike riding with my friends like because it's like in the in the outdoors and uh and we do it on pretty isolated trails in and around uh south san francisco and daly city uh that's done really really well for me too because like we're able to like be outdoors together we're able to exercise together we're able to talk as if uh you know like we're able to just talk to each other and just for a couple hours just like just pretend that the world is okay um and even just like that little bit of escapism through biking uh mm -hmm. that's done uh, wonders for me too um if i have any other advice it would it would like like ryan like definitely find that support system um and definitely take comfort in the fact that uh you know we you're that you are not the only person going through this you're not alone by any sense of the word there's a whole lot of people out there uh who are looking for people just like you and you know here's hoping that everyone can come together um and build each other up to get through this to get through these like really tough times uh you know at msns we're fond of saying uh if you want to go far you go together because that's really the only way we're going to be able to get through these times it's together yeah and also just like one thing i want to emphasize about what rj said is like about self-care and exercise like that is so important like you know of course you have to be safe about it like extra cautious about it now but i don't think you should let covid take away every aspect of your life that you found enjoyment from yeah because and this goes beyond just nursing school. It's for like anybody, any college student, any like any student in general, like as serious as life gets and as serious as like nursing school gets, like you can't take life too seriously sometimes. You gotta have fun. And if you are constantly on the news or just focusing about how you know bad the world is right now, like that's gonna burn you out. So make sure you're still having fun, play some sports, get outside when it's safe and there's no fires too and all that, but like, yeah, just still try to have fun. Find the little things in life that still give you enjoyment. Wow, that was like perfect. Like that is so, so nice to hear. Um, and thank you all for sharing your insights and your thoughts on how we can all, you know, have some peace of mind. And transitioning, we have a couple Phoenix announcements. Um, so yeah, the first one that we have is the e-fair. We have the major and minor e-fair that will be held online on Thursday, October 22nd from 11.45 to 12.45 through Zoom and is open to all USF undergraduate students. Join for an opportunity to explore the different majors, minors, and other programs USF offers and to talk directly to faculty experts within each field of study. If you're in close proximity to San Francisco and need of pantry resources and have the ability to come to campus, please complete the USF Food Pantry request form to let us know the items you would like from the food pantry. The pantry will complete requests on a first come first serve basis until all items are depleted. The deadline to submit your form is Friday, October 23rd by 5 p.m. Coming from the career services, we have Marcom Careers Week. Thinking about a career in marketing, advertising, communications, or media, literally the best majors. Um, I might be a bit biased. <laughs> career <laughs> Services is presenting a number of career events to help you research these areas and calling it Markham Careers Week. Register on Handshake to attend any or all. And once again, we want to thank 
Ryan and RJ for coming on and sharing all your knowledge and your experience and just being very open with how you're feeling during these times. Um, and we truly do appreciate that. So now would be the time. Do you have any ads so that all our followers can follow you? We would love to follow you as SLE too. <laughs> What's Emma's Instagram? You don't got anything? Well, bro, no, I'm a, no, I'll be honest. I actually don't have an Instagram, so I don't have anything to really plug. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I will plug the MSNS podcast. Like, please come see it. You can go on YouTube, search MSNS USF, and, you know, support the podcast, share all that. Yeah, yeah, like, like, uh, we got the Instagram page being revamped by our publicity chair, Katie Lou. Shout out to Katie. Uh, at MSNS USF, uh, all of our, uh, you know, our social media posts, all of our events, like they're going to go there. Uh, we also got a website too, uh, you know, MSNS at the University of San Francisco, California. Uh, it's a it's a new project being headed up by our vice president, our treasurer, uh, and a whole list of other uh, amazing people on eBoard. Uh, like it's been a labor of love for them throughout the summer. So definitely go ahead and check that out. Uh, what else do I got? Um, You're not going to share your oh, personal, yeah. uh, you know? I also have a personal Instagram too. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, let me dox myself real quick. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, RJ Santos, R-J-A-Y, sand is in the stuff on the beach, and toes is in the stuff on the end of your feet. Uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's about it. Thank you, guys. You guys are wonderful. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. This yes, it's great. been a pleasure. Um, one last thing to go to for a closing. Macy, do you want to take it away with our inspirational quote of the week? Yes, we do like to end the podcast with an inspirational quote, and this time it's coming from a bishop named T.D. Jakes. He says, if you can't figure out your purpose, figure out your passion, for your passion will lead you right into your purpose. Um, and I feel like we clearly saw that today. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Right on. Thank you. Well, thank you all. And this has been activity time. That's a wrap. Yeah, we're done.